So what I want to start with is obviously the last time you released an album was quite a long time ago and uh, the world has changed. You as a person uh, has changed a lot and, and the, the other guys in the band. Um, when did the idea for this album start? Was it, was it uh, a number of years ago? Yeah, it was, uh, of course, it was a process and we just followed the process of, of living, actually. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we we had this idea of uh, keep continuing to go with something related to our whole concept, mm-hmm. apart from just songs or tracks or music. So we were on tour because uh, we had the chance to tour a lot, uh, thanks to the last album. Sure. And that was... Um, astonishing for us it was unexpected at all so we just uh, found out ourselves touring uh, all over the world and we were in japan and we had this incredible uh, feeling with that culture so we thought to describe that sort of atmosphere and inner deepness uh, throughout the music and uh, we had this lucky invitation, an uh, unbelievable invitation from uh, La Biennale in Venice. Okay. And, and the, the title of, of La Biennale that, that here was East. And we were just coming, you know, from that, that sort of experience. So it was right. a sort of cosmic combination. And we, we thought, okay, we, we, we don't have to go there and just playing a gig. Uh, we have to go there and take the chance to build something completely new. Mm. So we have to propose ourselves and the audience and the curator something unique. So we we started with the idea of uh, building up, setting up a sort of one-off show. And we took a lot from the experience of the uh, traveling we had in the East, so China and Japan, especially Japan. So we started to translate those atmospheres in music. So that was, I guess, now uh, getting back in tracks, uh, the the first uh, element of, of, of the, the born of, of the blue wave. What did you find in Japan? What was it that kind of struck your interest or, or kind of fit with, with kind of what you were thinking about? Um, yeah, everything was so different, but at the same time was so close. Mm. And I don't know why, because I didn't find there a sort of imitation of our culture. Sure. Instead, I realized that they were completely uh, into their own language, their own culture. I'm talking about artists and musicians as well, not just mm. the, the, the normal common sense. And uh, I realized that when I was a kid, I grew up in the south of Italy watching a Japanese cartoon. Mm. I don't know if it's up, if it, if it happened to you as well, but in Italy, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, we had lots of cartoon from Japan. So I I started to think about okay, probably our values are in, in a way combined with 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 with, with that culture. I mean, the sense of friendship, the sense of uh, deepness in, in in values and in ethics, uh, the sense of work, the hard work, and uh, the discovering of nature, the importance of nature in in the center of our life, and uh, lots of little details. So I felt myself home there. Mm. 
and this was so interesting because uh, it's not happening uh, so often. And uh, that was the the first uh, little star who gave me the feeling of uh, going deep into that sort of uh, emotion. And um, and, it, and it was uh, perfect for us because I completely feel myself uh, comfortable there. Uh, I had the chance to go there um, several times, other times after okay. the tour. And I keep uh, a friendship there and I, I, I love that that culture that 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 food that you know idea of of nature of course i i'm not that into so i don't know the dark side and probably <laughs> every culture you know has the dark of side. course yeah uh, so i'm lucky enough to be still in love with the surface and it's enough for now the surface that sounds good. Um, you mentioned earlier kind of this this connection that you've always had with with music and then the the world around you in a sense the kind of the the I don't know if urgency is the right word but but this this connection that you have was that always from a young age you did you have that connection or did it come later gradually through through being in this band and everything? Yeah, both of them. I mean, uh, okay. uh, I was born in this in this town down the south, over a hill, uh, eight hundred meters over the sea. Uh, we ski and, and, uh, okay. in the winter. Yeah, so usually you have the image of the south of Italy, uh, considering you know hot and sea and and beaches and stuff like sure. that. Uh, on the contrary, <laughs> my my town, my hometown, Potenza is a very, very Scottish city. Okay. Yeah, we have castles, we have hills, we have okay. green around. So, I mean, nature uh, has always been part of our growth. And especially during the summer where we had the chance to spend a couple of months outside the city uh, in the countryside mm. with the cousins and, you know, parents and relatives. And so when I got back to my childhood, those images are still vivid mm. and I felt like that was the best time in my life where I could able to discover the connection between uh, the ego and the ecosystem, mm. uh, respecting every little creature, you know. So we were, we were hunting for, you know, little animals, insects. And after that, we, we felt the sense of guilty because we were doing something bad. So that sort of process, uh, uh, I'm sure, is now paying off a sort of, of consciousness. And, and of course, growing as an individual, going to the university, up to the north, uh, sharing my view of the world with other people and uh, understanding, especially uh, traveling a lot, that, I mean, uh, we are overcoming a little bit so we need to step back and so there is a sort of emergency urgency in order to spread out this sort of feeling this message yeah i definitely think and this is just my perspective um, but we live in a very technologically dominated society these days that you mentioned kind of the ego and the ego and that now it seems like the technology is the mediator in between um 
it's and then kind of even in in terms of the type of music that you make it's electronic and that, that there is some some dependence on technology how do you balance those two worlds uh in your own kind of creativity and 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 personal life in general yeah that, that's always been a sort of contradiction we try to to fix but not because we need to justify uh to ourselves or someone sure. else our choices but because i mean we were always trying to find out a sort of innocence in our making music and a sort of uh, coherence, you know. Mm -hmm. So I always um, wanted around these technologies something really related to the, to the earth. So to drums are mm -hmm. the answer. Uh, we don't use electronic kits at all. So we we use on stage, especially acoustic uh, drum set, um, taking uh, here and there from Africa or Japan, you know, using dundum or taiko. Uh, during the recording of this album, we we use this sort of uh, shinai. It's called shinai. It's a sort of sword used for the candle. So we we always try to balance, you know, the domain of technology with a sort of voice from the nature. But uh, you have to say that the technology we, we're using right now is uh, moving uh, to the analog again. Right. Yeah, because we understood throughout the years and the experimentations and the research that that sort of sound is eternal. So in this album, everything is analog. Okay. Uh, we wanted to have a sound that when you're going to get back to listen to it in 20 years, it sounds like contemporary. So when you use the technology um, and when you use the, the instruments uh, brand new, uh, you can give a date to that sort of sound. So you can say, okay, this is a snare from the 85, from the 87, sure. this is from this machine. And it's very interesting for our side, but it's not what we wanted anymore. So we wanted to go over this. And so less and less electronic in, in, in the sense of um, technology, but more research for the worm of the analog through synthesizing and Sure. Uh, keyboards and you know uh, sampling and stuff like that using old machines and analog um, uh, mixer board and all the effects tape uh, reverb and delays and and blah 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 yeah you mentioned the sampling and one thing i noticed uh, a good example i suppose is uh, in blue tokyo where you hear the children and it's a, that's obviously a very very human thing so so to combine that with kind of the atmospheric elements that's the Yeah, but what went to... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 please, please, finish. No, 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 because I was just wondering, kind of, what, what is your thoughts on those field recordings or to put some some kind of textures of the natural world into this 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 landscape or sonic landscape? Correct, correct. You you got it. I mean, uh, I'm always around with, with, with my um, personal uh, phone right now, but... <laughs> Times ago, uh, I had a sort of Zoom with, you know, oh, right. yeah, yeah, recording. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm just recording everything. And uh, yeah. I still remember the day I was outside this school in France, in Clermont-Ferrand. And I was recording these this, this guys in, in, in the break. 
so they were so happy and they were running around. And I thought that was a sort of picture of these times I couldn't miss at that time. And I repeated the experiment here in Italy. And during the lockdown, when I had the chance to go out, I I recorded the silence of, of the environment, the atmospheres, the cities. I had the chance to, to be over the, the, the curfew because I was recording and mixing the album. So I had a sort of permission to stay right. uh, till midnight. So when I when I was getting back from the studio home, I was already always recording everything. Okay. And I and I put inside all the tracks a layer of natural reverb. So after the mixing, after the editing, after F, after everything, I I I inserted it. I I put in into the elements of of, of the mixing, the recordings, this sort of layer of ambient, and it was amazing because every single reverb entered into the spaces and uh, all the frequencies that I was uh, with details studying moved apart or had another sort of um, characterizing. And that was so interesting and vivid again and lucid and full of light. And I, and I wanted to keep on, in all the tracks um, a, a little um, moment like that. So at the end of the day in Bull Tokyo, I used these, these, these guys, uh, French and Italians together, two schools. Okay, okay. Yeah. So sometimes you can, I mean, uh, in my own language, I can, I can detect that. But there is someone saying, uh, eh, va bene, eh, va bene, with this sort <laughs> of sound, which means it's okay, it's okay. Mm. So there is a part of human, you know, experience inside the tracks. And yeah. uh, I think it's great. When you work on an album like this, and it, I, th- I think it's uh, 76 minutes and then... And... It is. It's it's very atmospheric. Well, all of your music has always been, but I can imagine. How do you work on these songs? Is it do you work on songs very separately? Like you, you work on one, finish it, and then go on to the next, or is it all kind of like a big mix of of uh, like you said these these emotions and and uh, feelings and, and and all that stuff? Sounds as you as you already know, there's no uh, a gold rule. Right. Uh, so you have just to to choose what what you want to do with your life. So first of all, I I answer to a question. I woke up in the morning and I ask myself why. <laughs> this is it. Why are you doing this? Uh, why you feel like doing that? So are you gonna break the chart? Okay. So you have to use just some elements. You don't care about the charts your palette is more extent. Um, do you want to be yourself? Do you want to like uh, to someone else? you want to be like someone else? You want to grow your audience and blah, blah, blah. So in, in consideration of your answer, you can create something. Uh, till now, because we are small, because we don't have to justify anything to the market because of several reasons, we are so lucky to be totally free, mm. totally free. So the only answer uh, is uh, justifying myself what I feel. And I need to, to go deep inside myself in order to understand who I am. Because sometimes we, we think about, okay, we have this life, we, we have our whole life, one life. This is a great existence. But if you go there, we have 50 years, no more than that. 
and 50 years are nothing. Sure. So I don't want to lose 50 years, you know, uh, trying to be who I'm not. Mm. So I want to totally be myself. I want to try to understand who, who I'm becoming. And music is the therapy. Mm. So th- there's no rules. We're just going following the the inner self. So sometimes it's something terrible in terms of realizing the horror of the times we're living or the obscure and dark side we, we have inside. Or sometimes there there is lightness everywhere and there is sensitivity and there is you know moving um uh, words moving images that gives you give you the, the the opportunity to understand where you are and why you are doing that so for us music has to be absolutely authentic mm. so the process is, is it's just uh you go you, you start and you don't know when when you finish and there is a sort of little spirit uh, with you when you are creating, and it is a sort of exchange. I don't want to say a spiritual exchange because it's not like that. Maybe it's too much, but you feel like, okay, now I have to stop. Now it's finished. Mm-hmm. You feel like recognizing when the canvas is 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 in proportion and it's like ready. It's- like you don't touch anything else. It's like it's intuition. Okay. You know when when yeah. it's uh, good. Yeah. In that sense, and because I, I suppose you have a lot of sources of uh, inspiration. I mean, there, there's reference to all these uh, interesting thinkers like uh, Darwin. We, uh, we have Plato. We have um, uh, where did I find, uh, Giuseppe Ungaretti. Uh, these are all very interesting people uh, throughout history and time. Um, how do these people kind of seep into the music then? Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast Audio Branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Yeah, first of all, this is a very interesting question. So thank you. Because, mm. uh, yeah, music is not just music. Music is more than that. Sure. Yeah, music is not just re- releasing music or playing music or making music or being a producer or a arranger or someone who's just sing or someone who, who play for someone else. It's not just a, a, a technical stuff. It's... it. Honestly, it, it, it's so important in life that sure. you can miss it. So if you have a little, little space in order to express yourself throughout the music, thanks to music, you have to put inside everything you have. So when I think about people like Giuseppe Ungaretti, as you said, um, I remember I was at school and I was completely astonished by his poetical sound because he was one of the um, poets from the first world war and right. he was there and he was describing the horror of humanity and you could feel into your um, bones the, the uh, how how ferocious could be those wars and you you could 
move yourself there within. And uh, I remember uh, I cried a lot reading it. Uh, as much as I cried when I when I read at university this book uh, on on Darwin from Desmond and Moore to journalists, and that there was a very incredible book. And on the last chapter, there was this description of his death, and I was crying because I felt the humanity inside his theory, how he was fighting against the status quo in order to move, you know, the ideologies of of that time. Right. in order to break the borders, in order to uh, try to, to save uh, a part of the knowledge of humanity, giving some, somewhat, something uh, that no one wanted to, to listen to at the time. So there was a sort of streben, a uh, sort of uh, strength that human had to put into the game in order to become a real human and i really like that, that stuff so i think if you have the space why why not why i mean we have to talk about these things we have to to give voice to these uh special human beings and what what i can do in my small part is just to translate the voice of of my feeling in music so uh, i never uh, thought to be a great musician and i probably i'm not but throughout the, the, the years, I, I find my place. And my place is to use sounds, to use whatever I have in order to, to give voice to, to the nature, to human beings, to vulnerables, to all, all the hidden part of the, of the history. Mm. And that's very interesting because um, in my preparation, I, I don't know if this is the, the bio or not, but uh, it said something like... Uh, the attempt was to rewrite in music the scream of this time. Uh, I, I don't know exactly where I read that, but this this crisis that we are in as a world, or at least as as humans in this world, in 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 a sense, um, how do you how do you see this crisis? And in terms of the 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 album, then the flow of the album, do you kind of uh, how how did you kind of try to convey that urgency or that crisis? Yeah, first, first of all, I, uh, I thought uh, that we should um, uh, outlining um, a new path in order to understand why there is a crisis and why we're calling this crisis. And if this crisis, it is a climate crisis or a human crisis. Mm. And, I'm, and I'm going for the second. I think this is a human crisis. So we, on, on, on the first stand, try to analyze the climate change. Then we had the, um, the intelligence to switch from climate change to climate crisis, but it's not enough. We are not mm -hmm. there. We have to understand that this is not a climate crisis. This is a human crisis. So if we put in the sentence the word human, maybe more people are interested in it. Mm -hmm. So we have to outline this. And uh, second thing um, in the album, the crisis is evident when you're starting to destroy the harmony or the melody. Mm. So it's like just a sort of fighting between, you know, uh, Cosmo and Chaos. So you think about nature and you think about the uh, bucolic 
uh, image of nature, everything is, is in harmony, but nature is also cruent. Nature is also, you know, very uh, evil you know, <laughs> in, a side, in a side. So, and, and we are part of nature and we are sort of virus for, for the earth, for the planet. So there is this sort of mythological narration throughout the album. And, and I thought, okay, what we have to do is destroy uh, the quietness. So we have to build a sort of um, wave, a sinusoid wave, where sometimes you feel yourself at peace completely in tranquility, with your soul completely set. But at certain point, suddenly something has to happen. So there is a drilling, there is a uh, horror coming from, from nowhere. So there are distortions and there are, you know, frequencies very disturbing and uh, this, this is a sort of description of what we are where we are living and what we are living in terms of urgency and uh, fear are you optimistic in a sense because if, if i play devil's advocate and you mentioned this is perhaps a human crisis and i would uh, agree do you think it's also kind of human nature to be self-destructive? I think I think so, mm. but I am optimistic in in the etymologic sense of the word, mm. which means whatever it, it it comes, you have to face it, and you have to to get to get the the good things from it. Mm. So in this sense, I'm optimistic. Whatever is coming, we have to face it. We have to overcome it. We have to. Uh, respond you know in terms of solutions but if we think about optimism being like okay everything is gonna be okay i'm not like that right right. i don't believe in that sort of uh, philosophy because i don't think it's the one who's gonna take out from this situation yeah well like i said it kind of goes against human nature to think that everything's gonna be uh all good and all happy all the time yeah also because also, because nature is nature. I mean, the environment is going to survive everything. I mean, sure. uh, in millions of years, maybe after the human extinctions, uh, a little thin leaves is, is coming out. It could come out again from the rocks, you know. Sure. But the thing is, uh, we want to be there or not. And we want just someone to be there or we want to be all of us there. Because I'm really scared about the the situation where someone is deciding who's gonna stay, who's gonna remain or not, in mm-hmm. terms of you know uh, growth. And meanwhile, there are less sources, so there is a very hard balance to to face and to to solve. So. Um, we have to to spread out our voice as individuals, as, as citizens, not as subjects, and we have to to ask people from the high, you know, to to solve with urgency some problems because we we can do our part, but it's not enough. We have to be honest with ourselves. It's just like asking hundred eagles to go to the oceans and get the water in order to and uh, a burning in the forest. Sure. They, they are not gonna do that. <laughs> so we need someone who's, who's not gonna make the, the firing happening. And um, unfortunately there are 
I don't know how to call them. Uh, I don't want to be uh, misunderstood, but you know, there no, is, no, no, I get, I get yeah, what you mean. Yeah, you got me. There, there is someone who could do more than this. There, there's at least the way I feel, and obviously, like you said, um, doing your part is obviously important. But for me, I, I always think as long as these huge corporations get to do whatever they want to do, then there's, there's still it's, it's only it's like a, a drop in a bucket, you know, the, what we right. as humans do. So, yeah, uh, as citizens. Finally, then I want to go back to kind of Japan because I, the, the, the notion of uh, komore. Komorebi. Uh, this concept, I believe it's called uh, it's it's sunlight, right? See, uh, it's, it's the sunlight who is uh, appearing throughout the, the leaves of a tree. You know, so there is a sort of roof made in by trees in a sort of wood or forest, and sometimes there is this sort of line of light coming throughout. You know, the, the, the leaves. And you you feel this this sort of miracle happening, you know, and it's unbelievable. Yeah, and the, the reason why I ask is when I listen to this album, uh, even though the, the, as we talked about, it deals with kind of uh, a lot of stuff going on in the world, but there's always, at least to me, it sounds like there's always a little bit of hope left in, in the Absolutely. music as well. So is that important for you? And this is kind of that sunlight that you still have that Absolutely. little light. Totally, totally. I mean, our, I don't know how to say, because this is very deep, but I think our mission is to solve all this work, but I don't know in English. Uh, our mission, our role is to, to find light in the dark. Mm. We have to, we have to. I mean, because, I mean, we are humans. We can destroy the world, absolutely. We are the virus, you know, just sure. to minimize and uh, to be... Uh, naive but at the same time we we can create something extraordinary and if i look around the beauty around is just art so when you put art into something that something blows and i'm talking about architecture i'm talking about music i'm talking about even relationship you know when you sure. use kindness when you use authenticity when you use uh, feelings with the uh, capital F so uh, why should we get our nature and our culture destroyed by the evil side the evil is never necessary so when someone is telling me okay Pascopa the evil is necessary otherwise we can build something you know I don't agree with that and when we think about the, the atomic bomb on, on, on the plane that was written, necessary evil, but that guy could stop bombing, you know, Hiroshima or Nagasaki. Sure. So just one, even if we are in the bureaucracy, if, even if we are in the structure, even if we are part of the structure and we have to say yes to the orders, we have to remember that we are humans and we can't. We can say no. We can say no. So I think there we have to go through this sort of paving, this 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 path, this 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 way, this road, and we have to find light in the dark. This is our role in the world. Sounds very good, uh, Pascal. May I thank you for your time?
Absolutely. I thank you for this opportunity. For me, it's, it's been so, so emotional, moving, and thank Great. you for the space you are giving us.